because public radio and public television obviously ran out of programming. This is Air Hamptons with Bridget and Bill in the awards show of life. We are seat fillers. <laughs> we certainly are. We Welcome are. to spring. We're springing forward. We are walkers. Is that what they call them? Walkers. walkers. No, walkers. 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 Aren't those the guys who like would walk yeah. someone to the, yeah. yeah, and then they'd sit in the seats. Some of the most famous people in the world had somebody that walked them. Are you trying to say that you, you, that you no, did it? No. no. Okay. And I went to the Oscars 13 times and was outside on the red carpet, never went inside. Never got a dinner, as the buttons would say. I was there, actually. I don't know why we're talking about this, though, but it is Because we're aspect. springing forward. We're springing forward. And we have an Oscar winner at the end of the show. His name is Matt Damon. We caught up with him at South by Southwest for the new motion, <clears throat> the new motion picture, Air, with which, Ben Affleck. Which is supposed to be quite It's something. fantastic. 25 years after Goodwill Hunting. We will talk about that. We're going to get in shape, or I'm going to try and get in shape with Brianna (laughs) Arnold. With Brianna Arnold. And we have Paul Johnson, who's going to quiz us. And I have to warn you, I went to a private school in New York City. I am extremely competitive about really stupid stuff. (laughs) And just so you know. I'm your boy. I I will bury you, okay? (laughs) I plan on it. By the way, Jim Turner almost doing a whole album there. Yeah, that was great. We got like a 45 or a 50 second intro. Jim, happy spring. We're springing forward with you always. And we have Vanessa Gordon from East End Taste who's going to show us some of the things that she's been doing as we kind of move forward into our lives. People who listen to this show know we desperately need taste. (laughs) We so need it. Someone who definitely knows that is the guy that we bring in every week from HamptonsChatter.net or HamptonsChatter.org or Hamptons.com. <laughs> not dot .org. Not, 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 not .org. Well, you should buy that one then. <laughs> Patrick McLaughlin joins us to tell us what's going on, not only in the world of uh, real estate out here, as he does all the time, but uh, because it's May, yes. what you can do now that you should do in the Hamptons before the crowds Descend what was it? Ham- on the Hamptons, end. North Fork, and Eastern Suffolk. Okay, thank That's you. That's our reach. We gotta so. think of a name Running for, for mayor? Yes. Can I just do one thing? Because I'm just listening to Jim Turner's music. I just yes. want to say one thing. Shane! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shane! I hope you appreciate that, Jim. Wow. Come back, Shane! <laughs> <laughs> we have way too much fun here. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Bill. So I brought a gift for Bridget. Um, what? Because it's pretty. I built like. See, no. everyone likes well, me more. You think they like you more, but they. So this, like I mean, for uh, for those who watch the TV and those who don't, who aren't. Yeah, you're radio, holding a. It, it's a keychain. Keychain. And it says uh, these. They sell these at uh, that says Hamptons House 27, like Route 27. They yeah, sell yeah. these at Sylvester and Company in Sac Harbor. I'm giving Linda a plug, but. Everybody needs one of these because you know why? You know what it says on the back? What's it say on the back there? Check Check out time, 11 (laughs) a.m. I love it. We're about to get into that time of year where suddenly everybody out here becomes very popular. Yeah. 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 Where should I stay in the Hamptons? And then, of course, they mean like, when can I arrive? How many bedrooms do you have in your house? (laughs) (laughs) You won't mind. I used to have that pillow that said, guests of guests cannot bring guests. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and then I've had guests of guests bring guests. I think we all have. Yeah. So that this, it's tongue-in-cheek, but it's kind of true. Yes. You know, there's an unwritten rule out here, maybe it's around the country, is that when you have house guests and you get invited to somebody's house for dinner, you can bring the house guests. And I would go to things where there'd be 50 people, yeah. and the hostess would have to, like, scramble and make more. Yeah, it's a living hell out here in the Hamptons. <laughs> I, 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 oh, my God. I can't live in the squalor. So uh, Hamptons Chatter has a piece about what you can do in May before everybody gets here. This started, by the way, last May when my daughter came home 
home from college and we went to Duryea's out in Montauk and there was nobody there. And we had a lovely lunch for like the $150. You got the salad. Lobster salad. It was $100 for a lobster cob, which I dubbed highway lobbery. But anyway. Uh, but it's actually really big. It's not it total, feeds two or three it's or not four. Totally so we get back and my wife goes, where'd you go? And I said, we went to Duryea's and she goes, well, and I said, we didn't have to wait. And she goes, in a month, you'd wait two or three hours. And I thought, this is an idea for a show. Okay. So it is May. People I'm sorry. Come I'm, just, out I'm, here still I'm sorry. So this wasn't beautiful. an original idea of mine. It was all yours. <laughs> okay. Bill, no, I'm sorry. I, I was sprung. Your original idea sprung from my uh -huh. yeah. life. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. It's all you, Bill. It's all about Bill. So Hampton's Shatter is telling us what we can do in May. Well, first of all, I want to go back to the guest thing for a minute. If you ever have guests that won't leave, I have one tip to get rid of them very quickly. What? Shut off the internet works every time oh that's wow a, shoot oh. you can't work oh my mm. god oh, I'll call, I'm, I'm on the phone with uh, with with whatever not manhattan cable what is it right, out here? Right. Optimum. Optimum. i'm on the phone with optimum they said it'll be like 45 minutes before i get through to anyone <laughs> be like, by the okay. way there is nothing they are optimum. booking the jitney before you know it <laughs> nothing like, optimum about it actually i love that idea that would work if oh, you turn great well, our daughter would move out so we oh, don't want that. No, but you I, don't want Lily. Lily's a good Well, I've, I've faked that. Like, I've been on a Zoom call where I've, like, disconnected myself and then come back and then disconnected myself. And I'm like, I'm sorry, the internet's really shoddy out here. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's kind of true, but yes. when you shut it off completely, that's, they skedaddle faster than you know it. It's like, they're, they're looking up that Jitney schedule. They're like, oh, I'm going to Starbucks. I have to look up the Jitney schedule. You heard okay, it bye. here first, folks. Bring me back a latte. Pat, Patrick <laughs> McLaughlin's hints on how to get rid of guests. Okay. Shut off the internet. All right, so we're talking about what to do. Like what in the do? Like, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Well, one of my favorite things to do, and I've done this, is I've gone to Gurney's and done the spa. Oh, yeah. And you, you, you pay for, like, a massage. And that's not exactly, you know, chump change. But you get to use the facilities all day. You get to use the pool. You know, they have a, yeah. they have a steamer, a sauna, and all this really nice stuff. And then you get to have lunch there. And It's a saltwater pool, it's too. It's a saltwater pool, so and nice. it's so relaxing, and it's really nice. And you know what? It's going to be a zoo there soon enough. Well, like, for people who don't know what Gurney's is, it was this shack, kind of a almost like Catskills motel on the ocean that got a giant makeover. I wouldn't a call of it years a ago. motel. I mean, it was always, it was more like a, a fading European hotel, and okay. it wasn't really a motel. I'll, I'll tell you, when because, you go to the beach there now, they have the beach service, the umbrellas, the bar. It's like yeah. being in St. Bart's. Yeah. yeah Not South that I know beach. what St. Bart's is like. I've just heard <laughs> about it. Sure. Like okay. South Beach. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Okay, so go there. What's a, what's a day there where it would normally be a couple, three or four hundred dollars? It's like yeah, it's a, it's a, bit, a bit more affordable, and, and it's not in. crowded. Yeah. That's the most important part. You know, yeah. it's not crowded. And so you're beautiful. like a hotel And you can use guest. the gym there, and you can be like a hotel You got the run of the place. You have the run of the place. Yeah. And like you feel that. kind of like Zsa, Zsa Gabor in her heyday. You can lie there with a turban with on. Cut a little cucumber, put it on your yes, eyes. Yes, cucumbers on the <laughs> eyes, and then you can go in and have like the women, like, the, I don't know if they do this on the guy's side, but they kind of hose you down with this really strong hose. It's kind of like a fire hose. And then you say, peel me a grape, and they peel you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've done that before. It's been a while. Though. It's back in the European. Mike Wallace had all of these interviews that he did back in the 50s, and Sirius XM was running him, and he did Jaja, and he would not give up on telling her what a bad mother she was. And she wow. kept saying, I spend a lot of time with my then 13 year old daughter between, and then she said, between private schools, and she had all these other things. And Mike goes, See? He was really, before 60 Minutes, he was like a bulldog. Oh, and really? Back when uh, 60 Minutes had bulldog. This was on. <laughs> this was a 30-minute show that ran on ABC, and, and uh, these interviews had heretofore never been heard before. Yes, and for those who don't series. know, both Bill and Patrick have a background in television and, uh, I guess, mm. you, and I don't know. I don't yeah. know if it's what we call 
news. It wasn't news. I didn't anyway, call it news. We're not going to go. See, I didn't, call, I didn't say news. I just said television. Oh, there you go. All right, we're <laughs> so working out. More, we're working out yeah, there. Yeah. Then uh, try some new food. I'm like saying there's two new restaurants out here that like we already talked about Leon on Shelter Island. Right. Leon. And the other Which one you is still like. Uh, Awesome. And awesome. would be a good place to go during May when you can go get in. Go when you can get right. in. Okay. And another place is Canoe Place Inn. Um, uh, beautiful place. Beautiful yeah. renovation. Gorgeous. Great service. Great appetizers, entrees. I was a little disappointed in. But you know what? You're not going to be able to get in there. Yeah, yeah that's in Hampton so Bays. Beautiful. And it's again, Hampton that Bays. was it's a rundown, almost like crack house. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> my, be thrilled my husband's <laughs> grandfather, yeah. my husband's grandfather helped build it, reconstruct it in the 20s. So those weird shutters that you'd always pass that had like Z's on them, that was all Eric's grandfather. Oldest, grandfather. oldest tavern either in the country or definitely in New York, like 1615 or something like that. So yeah, Canoe Place, good suggestion. That's, what else that's you got? That's another one. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm cheating with my What phone, else are we by doing? The way, Hurry up, Patrick, you have a plane to catch. I know, I know. And by the way, I'm on airplane mode. <laughs> okay. So trivia night at Townline Barbecue. It's so again. funny you say that because we have the man here. Yeah, Paul, Paul Johnson John. joins us a little later. Yeah. yeah. And trivia really has sort of taken over. We've talked about this. Uh, I think on other shows, it's like almost every night out here, you can go find a trivia. Well, I, I, it ends uh, relatively soon. Paul, are they going to be doing more in the summer? Yes. You said yes. So <laughs> anyway. Anyway, but that's a good news. But the one to tell mine is, I mean, it is packed, packed, packed. You sure. got to get there early. And if you are, if you're like, if you're like me and, um, great at useless information <laughs> me too yeah it's it's like a fun night like it's seriously really I, I don't think i could tell you all three of my kids birthdays like very quickly i'd have to think about it but i can tell you that pinto colvig was the voice of goofy oh my god because i know stuff <laughs> like that and it's important so there you go oh my god so i know useless as information. johnny carson say i did not know that <laughs> oh, and, and another one that's going to be uh like big time like way too crowded in another two, three weeks is going to be Wolfer. You know, they have the live music yeah. at Wolfer. So, so nice. you know what? It's nice. The wine's nice. They have a small, you know, appetizer menu. You go, you sit there, you can let the kids go run on the lawn. They can run between the vines and stuff like that. They tire themselves out. You get a glass of wine. It's awesome. That's and again, no idea. bargain. It's not cheaper off season, but at least you can get in without being told at the door an hour, hour and a half wait. Right. But I will tell you, I think everybody raises their prices in the summer out here. I think really? that's an, I know, <laughs> I know, that I know, really? I know, I know really? one little cafe. This just in. Which is platinum, <laughs> I won't tell you. Which one? I know that some of these places raise their prices. No. <laughs> Stop it. No. What so. the heck? Seriously. By the way, Friday nights at Main Prospect in Southampton, they also do uh, trivia. And well, we're Wolfer, more about Wolfer may be getting it back, but we're not sure. Oh, okay. I hope so. I hope so. More what else can we trivia. do in May? And finally, I say go ride a bike. Ride a bike. <laughs> because before all these people come out here, they drive two days a week. Right. Eight weeks? Yeah, yeah. They 12 don't weeks they, a year. They're not the greatest drivers. And they all, they're on their phones. They're driving Range Rovers. Half of them can't see above the steering wheel. <laughs> you know. They just kind of they just stop kind of, Is that car something that's no easy reason. to do if you haven't done it in a long time? What? Or drive a car? <laughs> is it like riding a bike? Oh, hey, Patrick. <laughs> Very uh, funny. This has uh, been amazing. Thank you so oh, much for amazing. joining us. Hampton's Chatter yeah, is our, one of our favorite so sites. Happy and to have you uh, here. we always get the 411 from you. Yeah. And luckily we didn't have to call 911 either. We no, will see that's you great. we will see you this summer and uh, we will spring forward to all of the places that you've told us France, to go bon to. Bon fromage. Bon fromage. <laughs> <laughs> bon fromage. Let's play them out, Jim, with a little and and maybe some Patrick. something that says getting into shape. Something that says spring into a, a spring into fitness. 
and Spring go. forward into fitness. And In the song, you mean? Yeah. Okay. That style? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Give that a try. Okay, I was going to do something else, but I'll switch it now. Okay. Okay. We're ready. Uh, let's see. Uh, wait a sec. Can you cover? We just this? have no. the hour, Jim. Okay. I mean, here we go. Here's what I was going to do. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll do it faster. No, no, that's fine. I can work out to that. Hey, say hello to uh, Brianna Arnold. She is from Brianna Arnold Fitness. You can find her on Instagram, but she is right here with us now. Right here. Hello, I guys. desperately need to with get my, into shape. my favorite uh, new uh, sweatshirt ever. Yuck. Yes, for those of you who can't say it, it says yuck fu, which yeah, is, yeah, uh, fu. I believe, a Chinese dish that yes, I've uh, had definitely. on Sunday or nights. I thought it was more like a martial art, but it could be either or both. Either so or both. everybody wants to get back into shape. You are a professional trainer. You uh, go into people's homes or they come to your facility and what's the number one thing that everybody does wrong when they want to try and work out? Oh, that's a great question. Um, what do they do wrong when they try to get into shape? That's actually a really hard question. Um, I don't really like to guilt or shame people. I think it's really important to start with a professional. Unfortunately, not everybody has means or access because of financial reasons, but it is really important if you've never worked out before to go to a professional. Sometimes people jump in, they go to the gym, they don't know what they're doing, they get lost, they get intimidated, or they take a class, and class people are intimidating. Like, you go to a group fitness class, and these people are like... Oh, yeah. And so if you've never really been into exercise or you haven't done it in a while, without a, a professional... All of those Peloton women could take me in a bar fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and not even that, yoga women. Those, those yoga women... Like, they're, they're scary women. Like, you would not... Yeah, I can't tell you. I mean, honestly, I have probably... If I had the money that I've spent on gym memberships, I would could probably buy a house out here. Like, get Patrick back here, because I, I... Well, and the I go joke I used to time. say is I, I take a good look around a gym when I join, because that's the last time I'm ever setting foot in the yeah, place. Yeah, totally. You know, that's the best way for me to throw away money is just to join a gym, because I get intimidated, exactly like you said. So what's so. the first thing you do with a new client, then, to determine their ability? I always run people through a very simple workout. So... I always check people's balance first, so we'll have people like walk and stretch and see where they are balance-wise. Then we go through some agility, see how coordinated they are. Say agility makes me think about dog agility, like yeah, so you have them jump over yeah, little hurdles. Yeah, basically, we put a little ladder out or give them like little simple step drills and see where they're at, and then usually just do simple movements, squats, lunges. You probably, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you probably have to find out like what it is that they want, right? Because some people probably want to bulk up and some people want to tone and yeah. some people want to and slim down. some people down. have a bad knee and yeah, some people have a bad Yeah, everybody has something, right? Right. So the truth is with me, the workout is always going to be very similar client to client and it's just going to adjust to that person's personal needs and abilities, mm -hmm. right? Like if you really want to get into super shape, you're going to have to exercise more, but we're also going to have to have more output, more increased load, more increased reputation where if somebody else is just trying to maintain, then we go simpler. If somebody has a bunch of injuries, we're just trying to, trying to keep them from going off the deep end. But it's always a very functional movement forwards method. Can I, can I ask you something? This has always been fascinating to me. It's not just about the movement. You also have to kind of keep a patter going, right? You yeah, gotta stay pattern, excited. Yeah. You gotta, like, do you tell jokes? Do you? Oh, I'm very, I'm very personable. I'm very funny. Um, I think so anyway. And then, um, <laughs> well, we all do, especially Bill McCuddy here. And so, very, um, I like to to find things about everybody that I can exploit. Talk. No, yeah, exploit. Yes, yeah. so it's all about manipulation. Crush so into the yeah. soul. It's all about keeping the money going, right? What right, can I say? Right, right. No, it's just like people like to, to know that they're inspired. doing well, right? Yeah. So oh. we try to find. I try to find the 
most positive thing I can find in each person and then, you know, remind them you're doing good. These are the things we're doing well at so that they want to keep coming back and keep improving because if people feel discouraged again, they're not going to want to do it. So it's really just keeping positive and bringing to light all of the positive attributes each client has. Is it just for rich people or can you go and meet with someone, maybe train them three times and then they can do it on their own? Um, you could do that, but it depends on your own personal motivation. And I think that's the problem. It's like when you have money, you don't have to worry about being motivated because you can have the people come to your house, we would kick your ass for two, three right. times a week. But when you don't have that, it's hard to also then be expected to have the motivation. So, you so half have to your come. job is just showing up because it really does in- incentivize sure. people to do what yeah, they exactly. need to do. I, but I will tell you this. People have had me come over before and they think because I'm there, they're exercising and they're just talking my ear off the whole time. Oh, no, that's no good. But it, it does happen. Listen, like, I will take your money. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, but I don't have a psychology couch. degree. I don't have a psych... I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot the shit with you. It's like really no, 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 no skin off my nose. I'm there for an hour, whatever you want to do. But, like, I would prefer you to exercise. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, like, I really like to get people in good shape. And it's not just a physical sense. Like, it's great when somebody looks great. Like, Bill's wife is just like the, she's like my standard. Like, oh, look what I did with this woman. But I also love. I feel like someone in the household should be in good shape. Yeah, so that's her job. But I also love the idea that there can be just like some 65, 70-year-old woman that you would not expect to be as fit as they are. And then they can start dropping to the ground, doing push-ups, doing burpees, like lifting weights, squatting. I don't even know what a burpee is. So, and for me, I love that. Like those donkey You are. I am the burper. You are the burper. I am the burpee. Thank you, Bill. Woof. Cow, that was a powerful. A little Heimlich. So listen, I wanted to ask you, Brianna, what is it that made you want to bring this to people? I mean, I assume that this something might have um, happened or well, I mean, you're a local. You 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 went yes, to school out here. I'm you're from local. Um, I honestly was kind of like a ship without sails for a very long time. Like I love art and jewelry and fashion and I wasn't making any money at that, but I really wanted to. And then like when I was about 30 years old, I started going to the gym. And then I was like, "Oh, I was really good at it." And I was like, I can make money at this. That's amazing. And so, you know, I love it. And it brings out all of my best, maybe more hidden qualities that I didn't know about that, like being nurturing and encouraging and, you know, bringing positive strength to people. So you sort of sprung forward into your own career. Yeah. uh, Not like right out of school, but yeah, it took a little time. Everybody has a different path, right? You know, so you don't have to be 22 years old, ready to go into the working world. You can be 30, 31, 32, you can be 40, 50, whatever. That's so If everyone listening to this or watching could only do one exercise, what's the one thing everybody should do? Is it a push up? Is it a sit up? Is it what? Oh, wow. One exercise. That that, that would be so imbalanced. Yeah, I was thinking so. You just would have like a lot of strength in one position and not, that's a hard question. What can you do in one? All right, I'm going to say, well, it's going to be hard to explain, but I would say probably like an inchworm with a push-up at the end, so at least you're getting your legs involved a little bit, a core involved. I would have I to like inchworm. You. That sounds small and easy. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> so you basically squat down at your waist, touch the, touch the floor, walk out till you're in a full plank, push-up, walk yourself back up till you're standing, because that's full body. That's the only thing I can say, I guess, if you're in prison or something, that's all you can do. You know? Yeah, I'm never doing this. All right. <laughs> Brianna Arnold is Brianna Arnold Fitness. She's on Instagram, and she's a great trainer, and I'm not just saying that because she does it for my wife. Your uh, wife could beat you up, No. <laughs> she could take you, Bill. We, she is pretty shredded. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? It was what great do you mean having she could you beat me up? Oh, no, Uh-oh. I'll show you the bruises later. No, oh, no, no, don't please. say There's that. zero funny about that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because Sorry, Because she really Sue. does hurt me. No, I'm <laughs> He's not going to let this one go. Hey, uh, Brianna, play us out, Jim. Get me out of this. Great having you on. Thank, Thank you. Brianna. 
All right, I feel healthier already. She actually inspired me to... You don't I, look I'm healthier. Not, I'm not doing that caterpillar thing. <laughs> that, that sounds cool. Inchworm. I know, I was thinking about, like, the worm, like when you dance on the floor and you kind of, like, do that thing, you know? All right, I've, we said how desperately we need taste, and uh, we're, we're just about to get a dose of it. Uh, I Vanessa hope. Gordon is joining us from East End Taste, and... Uh, she also she, does the Hamptons Interactive Brunch. She... Uh, She's a Hamptons writer, and, and she writes about travel and lifestyle and all kinds of different things. And so. she's brought a, uh, I think, a, a dummy? Or the, no, no. What's in that case? <laughs> yeah, it's For a dummy. For those of you just listening, no, hey, uh, Vanessa Gordon, welcome to uh, Air Hamptons. It's great Bridget to have Hill. you on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited because we're we're old buddies, and we've worked together at The Independent and James Lane Post. You, you're a, a contributing writer there. Um, so what are, you, what, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah. Yeah, so um, what's so fascinating is I decided, on, perhaps on a whim, I was in Italy and I was outside of a restaurant, I was with a close friend of mine, and I see this young gentleman, he starts playing the violin and he's rather quite good, his intonation is, is flawless, and he was just playing in the street and people were coming out, and I, I guess my friend saw that I was very stoic and just really, really intent, and all of a sudden I start going like this with, with my hands, and um, she asked me, she says, you're really getting into that. I said, well, I played the violin for many years. I said I was on, on my way to the Hartford Symphony a long time ago. Really? And at the time, it's been funny as I said nine years, but then I actually took a step back and I said, no, it's more like 13. So I was oh, like, oh, wow. forgot either my age or the time frame. Yeah. And it's incredible. So this was I had my first lesson on March 1st. Oh, you did? And now you go everywhere with a violin. No, and now I go. Well, I did ask her to bring it, Bill. But, you know, we were talking about kind of life changes and springing forward. Uh -huh. and, and I asked Vanessa because this is something that, you know, we can rediscover fun things. Like something you used to do. Yeah. Re-inspired by this trip. Now, remind people of what your day job is, basically, and, and what uh, East End Taste is. Sure. Yeah. So East End Taste is my digital publication. I am the publisher. And... It's a lot of it, um, though I do write from time to time, I've pulled back uh, in the last couple of years. We have, I think now, goodness, over 50 contributors, um, about eight regular regular writers from all over the world, everywhere from Australia to the Middle East, uh, South America, and we just had one writer come on board uh, from Ireland, so that's very exciting. And it's great. So what's kind of cool about East Antes is our readership is predominantly internationally based, or perhaps people looking from the outside in at either the, you know, traveling to the Hamptons or the Hamptons lifestyle. So if we're not covering the Hamptons, which we typically don't do in the off season, as they say, uh, we'll cover regions around the world that are perhaps similar to the Hamptons aesthetic, like uh, Kinsale, Ireland, or the Algarve, or there's so many different places that we're you discovering. Were, weren't you at Portugal? Like, uh -huh. yeah. yeah, were you at the Algarve year. too? I guess, I don't know. That's the like the Riviera everywhere. part, like down by yeah. the bottom. Oh, right, where they shot um, one of the James Bond movies, Honor Majesty's Secret oh, Service. Oh, it wouldn't there's shock a, me at uh, all. There's a big uh, casino there. So, so uh, now yeah. you brought the, don't tease us, let's yeah, get that violin start, start out and let's hear a little something, Missy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're hearing the zipper unzip, right. but uh, yeah, this is great. Do you have a very kind of uh, this fancy violin or was this, is this just like a, you know what's funny? a working I've violin? I've always wanted a Stradivera violin, which is extremely expensive and rare. Like a Stradivarius? Yeah. Oh my gosh, but those are like those are millions. Like millions. That's like my, I have my, um, my con our conductor for the Westchester County Community Orchestra mm -hmm. um, had one. 
Oh, wow. And I got to hold it and I got oh, to play it. That's amazing. So that was incredible. Yeah. So and this was maybe sort of almost going to be a career. You thought about doing it's, this and... and um, so what it was, was I was playing, I was in several chamber orchestras all throughout high school, college. I actually started playing when I was, I think, yeah, 10 years old. So I started a little bit later than usual, uh, but we had so funny several being later than usual. Yeah, so we had people <laughs> that were in the orchestra, the first, you know, first violin, first chair. I think he was playing. My goodness, since he was three, yeah. for instance, and he came in. You know, like he owned the place. So it was. It, I was. Um, I was among very good company. Yeah. Uh, so I was not nearly one of the best <laughs> um, in in the group, um, but I had really really great mentors around me. And do you yeah. do you pass that on to your kids? I know you have kids. This is what's so fascinating. Is I remember, so I did technically pick it up very quickly when my daughter was born. I think she was about three or four months old. And I went to play it and she started crying, like crying. And I don't know if that was the reason or maybe she just needed uh, to be something. She needed something. And I said, you know, like, oh, and it just, it turned me off so much I never picked it up again. Right. And what's funny is that when I picked it up, I mean, the, the strings needed to be changed, the bridge needed to be changed to be changed it actually split in half oh my gosh so you had to do a, a complete reno on your violin correct yeah do you have wow. your bow are you going to play us a couple of songs a little a little bit let's uh <laughs> wow we're really putting the uh, and then uh we have pressure on now. and maybe maybe table. jim will even what yes. what's always i mean I, probably a day doesn't go by you don't play the violin and think i wish there was a harmonica to back this up <laughs> we have well we can we can help you with that we have oh, a guitar and a violin right by like yeah. a semi no i heard it i people, heard it people people <laughs> listening to this on the radio don't get to see the magic that happens oh it's so uh, magical here at ltv on yes uh, in Wayne's got somewhere, we're not sure. So uh, that's a, what is that? A chin thing? This is yeah, uh, chin rest. So this was. It's funny, is I had one. I always have to pick it up and find out. It's been literally so long. I used to be able to do this like blindfolded, but um, so putting a chin rest yeah, so on the this, back of the this violin. This helps with the vibrato. So what I'll do is I'll play some scales. I've I don't have any of my that. music, but um, can Jim accompany you with the scales, or would that yeah. just throw I you could, off? Uh, you know, Which if one? Playing something generic, I'd be glad to play. Yes, so a generic. Classical number. Yeah, so for, so for instance, I'm, I may be at a little out of tune. I've been so busy these past few days. But, um, and then, you, and, you know, if I were to actually really like play anything significant, I would ros rosin the bow. I would tune it. I, very, very quick story as I went to tune, I, I want to say I was in seventh grade and I was tuning a girlfriend of mine's violin and I tuned mine and the string snapped and hit my face. Oh no. Hmm. Uh, it actually hit my eye and hmm. I've been Ow. scarred, literally scarred ever since then. And I will not <laughs> tune my own violin. It's one of those crazy. Put that like, thing away effects. right now. Right, that's a dangerous instrument. <laughs> Get rid of the violin. It's, like, it's, it's so Killer violins like, so from space. Instance, you know, so like, you know, here. It does sound magical. This is so NPR. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> Vanessa Gordon. Vanessa Gordon. On the violin. I'll play just, you know, what do we want to do? Like, uh, we could do A, 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 you know, uh, A yeah. or. And we're you in, play we're whatever in, you want and he'll back you. Jim is you're, a you're concert, best. He will just. You're in concert pitch. I just. Sure. A.
Wow, that classed the show up incredibly. Yeah, I feel super classy now. (laughs) Now I I want to eat with the little fork now. If 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 you're just joining us, Vanessa Gordon is from East End Taste, and we are talking about springing forward and how a trip to Italy for her inspired her to pick up the violin again after many, many years. And what we're talking about today is kind of reinventing ourselves at any age yeah. and picking up something that we did a long time ago. Like the radio. Like the or the short TV shows right. for you and me. <laughs> or a public television show. <laughs> Absolutely. And here we are on Air Hamptons with Bridget and Bill. Uh, Vanessa, thank you so much for being a part of today and inspiring people like you who maybe used to play the piano yeah. uh, and want to go to Carnegie Hall. You know what, actually, my sister Emma, my stepsister Emma, picked up the piano again and has a piano lesson every week. I think music is a wonderful way to kind of, um, you know, gather the brain cells together that we have left and sort of put them in a direction. (laughs) Do you find it relaxing? It is. It's now what I do is I, if there's literally nothing else I have to do in the day, which is rare, I will play for up to about a half hour to an hour a day. And it doesn't make your daughter cry anymore. Yeah, the kids stop crying. They actually will sit on the bed now because my music stand is up in the bedroom and they will sit and they'll be like, keep playing mommy. And my son's really, really enthusiastic about it. It's cute. Oh, that's wonderful. Vanessa Gordon from East End Taste. It's been great having you on. Thank you so much for joining us on Air Hamptons with Bridget and Bill. And uh, Jim, you got some, I don't know, music, music to take us out? Jim Turner. Oh, can I read From what looks like a giant storage unit in the middle of nowhere. Oh, wait, that's exactly what it is. This is Air Hamptons with Bridget and Bill. Welcome back. How smart are you feeling, by the way? I always feel smart, Bill. You better watch out. If we're talking trivia, I'm very competitive. But let me tell you. So Patrick at the top of the show said that this is a thing that's happening all across the eastern end of Long Island. And our next guest is one of the reasons why. Now... I want to tell you, before we bring on Paul, I I I just want to tell you a little about Springing Forward. Now, even though we're in May and Springing Forward officially is in March, you know, thanks, Jim, for for that. Um, (laughs) I think that when you talk about Hamptons, we're kind of like a couple of months behind because we spring forward in May. Yeah, well, (laughs) well, but if we talk about one calendar year, we kind of spring forward in May. I think that's kind of like the time where we're kind of gearing up and all of that. But I have a couple of things I wanted to say about springing forward. Oh, please. Well, first of all, do you know what it's actually like when we change, when we spring forward? Do you know what we spring forward into? Daylight? Savings time. No. Daylight saving time. There is no S at the end because we're saving daylight. It's daylight saving is Everybody it gets it wrong. Times Square or Times Square? I always get that <laughs> No, you okay. know that's Times Square because the New York Times is there. Okay. Duh. Right. Um, daylight saving time. Um, and we've all heard that it was because uh, it was done for farmers. So they right. had an extra hour of daylight. That is not true. In fact, farmers in 1917 lobbied against it. And do you know where it originated? People say that it was Benjamin Franklin's idea. They give him all the credit for everything, and it was not. It was some New Zeal- guy in New Zealand, an entomologist, came up with the idea of daylight saving time, and it was to save energy during the World Wars. So it was instigated in 1917 for a few years, and then it was taken away. Can you imagine the confusion in this country? They raised prices in the summer in the Hamptons, right. and now you're telling me daylight saving time <laughs> is not American and not Ben Franklin? Get his some guy in New salts. Zealand? Get Bill's smelling salts. He's All about right. to swim. Well, we're springing anyway, for Hopefully, go. some of these inane little facts that you've given us will be will inform some of the trivia questions Absolutely. that Paul Johnson is going to do. Paul, welcome. Welcome, to Air Paul Hamptons. Johnson. Thank you for having the quiz me. His daytime job is the uh, director of development for something called East End Arts. We'll talk about that. But first, Paul, how has trivia? 
become so big in Long Island? And how did you become sort of the Alex Trebek of it? Uh, to answer your first question, I have no idea. <laughs> and to answer your second question, uh, it's one of those uh, 10-year overnight success stories <laughs> where I've been hosting trivia at Townline Barbecue since the beginning of I don't know, 2010, 2012. Really? And all of a sudden, in the last six, nine months, everyone just wants to host their own trivia night. And, <laughs> you know, I've, I'm trying to adopt the policy of never saying no, so I just say yes. So now I'm... How uh, many do you, do you host um, a week? In a really busy week, it can be up to six. Wow. Uh, but I try to keep it to three just so I can see my family and see my kids. I was going to say, them, you have no home bed. life, do you? And I also have a day job, too, at East End Arts. Right. So I have to, it's, it can be a little stressful, but um, yeah, I seem to be managing it right now. As long as I stay on top of it, everything's okay. That's All right, you so brought great. some questions I for did. us. I did. We'll get to those in a second, but I, I guess. Uh, so East End Arts, can I just. Yeah, sure. East End Arts has been around for quite a while. It's been 50 years. We just celebrated our 50th anniversary. That's right. Yeah, so That's we're right. in year 51 right now. Did you guys um, start? Start the Teeny Awards? Was we that did. There? That yeah, is, uh, we're having great. the 21st Teeny Awards this year. That's fantastic. The uh, Teeny that's Awards. That's the best martini? No, it's it's like the Tony Awards, <laughs> yes. but it's for local school productions, and they do a red carpet and everything okay. for all the schools yeah. out here. Well, back up for 10 seconds oh, then and tell, tell us what East End Arts is for those of the so, listening don't know. East End Arts started in 1974. It's an arts and humanity council, and we, our motto is unlock creativity and build community. And I guess the best way to describe it is... It's an organization designed to celebrate, amplify, and kind of encourage art and artists on the East End. So we have classes in art. We have classes in music. We have two galleries. We have we a have, summer camp. We have a summer camp. We have... Sorry, I didn't mean to jump No, no, in. no. <laughs> we have satellite galleries. So however we can kind of, you know, just celebrate the great stuff that's coming out of the East End, we do that. Yeah, you have a juried art. Do you yeah, we have a juried we, art Yeah, we shows? have a juried art show. And you have um, the music stuff. You did, didn't you just do something new for women like last year what was it oh perform her which is a, a wonderful right. um wonderful initiative between us and the uh, Peconic ballet school where our students um work on a piece of music that was written or created by a woman and then the students from the ballet school uh, choreograph a dance to it and so it's just it's it's absolutely remarkable to see it uh and a lot of the times in fact most of the times they don't work together until the day of the show so they've been working independently and it comes together and it's kind of it's, like an animated movie where people are yeah, recording the voices yeah it, it just comes together flawlessly That's and so what great. year was east end taste i'm sorry what end was east end arts uh Founded. 1974. That is correct. Yes. All right. That's right. Look, I'm getting into it. 1972, actually. I think on the website it says 72. Does it really? say it's part of the Woodrow Wilson Arts and Humanities. I think you're right, and I don't know why I'm saying 1974. I'm not looking so, at anything. Yes, I'm I sure actually, I, I so think are you, gonna, you are correct. Of course I'm correct. You just had yeah. your 50th are you anniversary. Yeah. Are you going to question all of Paul Johnson's trivia well, questions? Well, I, I happen to be right on that yes, one. Yes, you do. All right. There you we, go. I didn't give him yes. any. I didn't give him any categories. I just said... Bring questions you know I can get right and Bridget will get wrong. <laughs> you know me so And he said, well, that well. could be anything. So. Yeah, oh God, I just, when I'm on an airplane, you know, they have the trivia on the back of the, on the, back of the seat. And uh, invariably, I get all the way up to, like, I'm the high scorer. And the last question always has to do with soccer. Or as they say, football. But obviously by some, you know, sadistic And prick. it's usually which, and you get this one wrong, it's normally which is the biggest field, and they go rugby, soccer, No, no, it's football. things like who scored yeah. the winning goal in oh. 2003 yeah. for Manchester. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't it Zaba? Anyway. Zaba? 
Anybody? That's, that's Ted Lasso. Anyone listening, watching Ted Lasso? Uh, okay, Paul, uh, let her rip. Let's have some questions for Bridget and Bill. How many are there? There are ten in total. I'm going to give. Wow. And we're going to alternate between the two of you. Okay. Uh, see who I'm going to ask. Oh, okay. there's no button. All right. There's no button. First. So. Ladies How are we first. doing for time? We're good? Plenty of time? Okay, oh, great. Yeah. All right. So we have, we, we have Matt Damon at the end of the show, but before that... Before that, trivia. You're going down. No, I'm not. I'm probably yeah, not. No, I'm going to right, eat you go for ahead. breakfast. All right, so, Bridget. Yes. In the Farner song, Hot Blooded, the singer has a fever of what temperature? 103. Oh, too easy. Oh, come okay. on. Uh, too it's, easy it's, is right. It's, it's one of the things that I've noticed about hosting trivia is you want to make it accessible. So if I'm talking about mm. the creation of daylight saving time, people's eyes are going to glaze over. They're not going to want to come back. So right. I just have to, I have to lower the bar a little bit. So I good. have a story about hot blooded that I can't tell. Okay. On the air. <laughs> no, I can't let's tell. Let's get to my question, okay, please. Let's get to right. McCuddy's question. Bill, what song features the lyrics? I feel the ice slowly melting, little darling. I seem like years, it's since years since it's been clear. Oh, God, I know this. I'm uh, ready. I feel that ice is slowly melting, little he darling. It, it, it seems like years since it's been clear. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Uh, the Beatles. Yeah. Bridget's got a second one. Uh, I'm a terrible uh, winner, uh, by right. the way. Okay, yeah, keep I going. can see that. Keep going. I'm right. ready. What president kept a bowl of jelly beans on his desk in the Oval Office? Are they all going to be this easy? That's for you. No, you know. No, but come on. You, you, if you know, no, you can have it. No, we're going back and forth. Ronald Reagan. She's, she's three to nothing now. Well. Some winning music, please, right. Jim. What baked good is a well. Good Friday tradition in England and other Christian nations around the world? What baked bread item? What baked good? Oh. Is a Good Friday tradition in England and other Christian nations around the world? Uh, uh, He's speechless. Uh, Ezekiel bread? I'll even give you a hint. It's what you play on your recorder. It's like the first song you learn on your recorder. Ooh. Uh, Inagata uh, DeVita? Oh, my God. <laughs> hot cross buns. Yes, hot correct. Buns. Oh She's four. Uh, uh, uh. If you're just tuning in. I'm going to be all taking it, over He said make the night. questions incredibly hard for you. Okay. And, and, and what I did is I got the order wrong. So oh, there I'm, you yeah, go. Oh, you know, are we out of question. time? <laughs> we are not out of time. Uh, Keep I'm being it coming. told we have more Keep time. Keep it coming. All right, so oh, this, one, this one you may struggle with. In what two states does baseball spring training occur? Florida. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're throwing this to me? Are you yeah, Florida buddy. and Arizona. Correct, Bill. Finally. That's right. Finally. By the way, do you know that Arizona is one of two states that do not recognize daylight saving time? Yes. Good for them. It's yeah. daylight and saving time. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, the extra S is for savings. For Go ahead. All right. All right. Canoeing is a metal sport in the Summer Olympics. True or false? That is true. That is true. You are All right. I'm two to four now. Okay, my turn. All right. What <laughs> 20 He's looking a little too cocky right, All right. now. What 2012 What 2012 Harmony Corinne movie featured a cast that had James Franco, Selena Gomez, and Vanessa Hudgens? I literally have no idea cuz I don't know who half those people are cuz I'm old. Is that Brown Bunny? That is not. Wait, wait, say it again. What, what 2012 Harmony Corinne movie featured a cast that include James Franco, Selena Gomez, Oh, and oh High School Hudgens. Musical? Oh, no, 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 Spring Break. Correct, Spring oh Breakers, yes, correct. Spring Breakers. Well, I, didn't, I, I will give you I credit for Spring Breakers. See, I, I like, I like, so to, well. I like to, yes. to grade easily as I'm well. I'm getting very Thank depressed. You. 
All right. <laughs> hey, Bridget, what Mel Brooks movie features the song Springtime for Hitler? Oh, come the on. The producer. There you go. Come on. She's up to five. I'm still at three. <laughs> All right. How many more questions? There's two more. Okay. There's two more. I have you a chance tie to tie. If you interrupt me, which you, you do very well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be a problem. What is the collective name for the female elements of a flower? Uh, stamen? No. The pistol. Yes. Oh. Woo. Now, now, now it's almost, and now, now. And it, this is the it, last it, question. It's, it's right to me. Tie. Pistol sounds more like a phallic uh, uh, symbol. Yeah. Okay. Nobody okay. cares. I agree. I understand. Know, I understand where your head's at. I know it's spelled P-I-S-T-I-L. I thought that was the thing that sticks out. <laughs> I guess not. Okay. Okay. Well, I am one question away from tie. And if you do tie, I have a tie-breaking question. Oh, fantastic. Well, that's not necessary. I'll take this. All right. If we yell them out. What determines the color of a hydrangea? The the month. Nope. The acidity level. The pH of the soil level. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. No, you know why I know. Is different no, than but you pH. know why I know because <laughs> if you if if you're a guy and you have pink hydrangeas on either side of your your porch or whatever, and you go outside and you pee on them, it turns them blue. I mean, if you pee on the roots, yeah. it eventually turns them from pink to blue because it's the acidity level. Did that's, you know that? That's why all our yeah. flowers are Vanessa blue. Vanessa Gordon is over there nodding her head. She's a lifestyle expert. Because you didn't you know anything until Bridget said it. This is our Hamptons <laughs> with Bridget and Bill. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I still want another question. I want to hear the tiebreaker question. Oh, the tiebreaker question. This is well, so addictive. This to is sadly, we didn't need it. But I, yeah, let's... Oh, I'm sorry, Bill. How many unread emails do I have on my phone right now? <laughs> 5,184. Uh, 2,410. I am so remarkably proud of that fact I, about myself that I've used that several times. I, have, I am so anxious right now. I, I'm one of those people that I never have more than 10 emails in my inbox, oh, no. and they're all read, and I file them all. I cannot. I cannot no. even. I have the space. I might as well use it. Remind <laughs> me never to email you. Tell me, uh, before you go, what people can do to help support East End Arts. Oh, East End Arts. We have, so we have a great schedule this summer, uh, our Mosaic Festival, which is our biggest community art festival pretty much anywhere on Long Island. It's Sunday, May 28th. Uh, come, this month. Yeah, yeah this just month. coming right up. So this you month. you um, we essentially take over the arts district, Main Street and Riverhead, uh -huh. and we draw on the street in chalk. So there's food vendors, oh, there's nice. musicians, yeah. there's, there's artisanal vendors, and it's such a cool thing to witness because it's such a wonderful just dynamic of people. The diversity is incredible, and it's really family friendly so you know I, I'd say I definitely encourage everyone to come visit that the teeny awards that we mentioned yeah, that's going to be awards are and what's your website so, the uh, East End Arts uh -huh. eastendarts.org eastendarts.org yeah. and we yeah, can contribute there you can contribute there yeah or you can just give me cash right now okay <laughs> <laughs> that's not hey by the way before you go of all the uh, trivia nights you do out here in the Hamptons what which one has the biggest payday oh Townline Barbecue by far and that's 75 it, bucks? It, well, it depends on how many people play. Wait, oh, it's a paramutual system. <laughs> Wait, you win money? Yes. Yes. So $75? No. So for Townline Barbecue, uh, it's $10 a head to play. Okay. And then all that money gets pooled and goes back to the winning team. So the winning team gets 60% of that pool. So Like, give me a, a, a yeah, for instance. Yeah, what's the best that they've ever so won? So there's been uh, probably five or $600. Wow. Ching. 
That's wow. awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's why it's a little more competitive than the, uh, the rest of the nights I host. Wow, wow. that's amazing. Yeah. So that's great. So, Paul Johnson, thank you so much. Thank you for your trivia. Right. We'll have you Thanks back. Thanks for springing forward Will you right. be my new best friend and just tell me trivia all day of long? Of course. Because I of love, course. love it. You're going to have to come to a trivia night. I know. Mm, right. Apparently, I'm not going to have to. <laughs> no, you don't have to. You can Jim, go play us out. and bowl somewhere, and I'll go and use my brain. <laughs> 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 not that bowling doesn't because our wanted pictures at the post office thankfully look nothing like us it's bad lighting we're still here this is Aaron Hamptons with Bridget and Bill and that is the great Jim Turner you know what I love about the show is I have absolutely no idea where we are time wise we have about 10 minutes to kill okay good Jim Turner, our one-man band that is so great. What have we learned? What have we learned? Yes, we've, we've been trying to tell people that in the month of May, you can spring forward, you can change your life, you can do, hey, we, you know, six months ago, we didn't have a show. What have we learned? Are we going to turn into like, are you Carrie Bradshaw? Are you going to have like some closing thing <laughs> no. where you're typing at your computer? Like, no. what this episode has taught me is no, we just were all over the place. Come on. Um, I, I, oh, oh, Jim, Jim learned something. Yes, what Jim. Daylight saving time. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Daylight saving time. Not and Times things. Square. And Times Square because the New York Times building is there. Yes. That's why it's called that, right? Is it? I guess. I mean, was, was there some guy named like Jacob <laughs> Times? No, like I don't know. I Dutch think, settler. I think, no, no, I think that Paul was Paul Johnson accurate. would be able to tell us that. Uh, yes, Paul. So there you I'm go. I'm still smarting, for those of you who just tuned in. Uh, we had a big show off here, and I was sure that we would at least tie in the trivia. You know, when I go to the, I wanted to give another shout out to another one. There's a great trivia night every Monday upstairs at the Sag Harbor Cinema, and you can win passes to the- uh, Is it mostly movie trivia? It's all movie oh trivia. Oh my gosh, can we go in, together? In three, yes, I but I, I clean up that. there. You, you clean up, you're like the janitor, is that yes, your night Yes, I job? sweep up the popcorn. Uh, <laughs> like Mr. Cellophane? No, like. it's, uh, it's yeah. oh the movie will start in five minutes, but first, First, a vision a visit to the concession store. Right. Um, no, they the, the three people or four people, one of the bartenders and then the people that actually are behind the scenes, each have a round. They come up with their own questions. And some of them are real. it's all movie related and some of them are really, really hard. Yeah. All of these are, uh, you know, Marcello Marstrani movies, but the one that he made last was, and then they give you the four, and you like Love it's up. crazy weird. So, okay, okay, that's. A, <laughs> I'm, I don't. Know I do want right. you on the team. I, no, no, I, I love. I mean, I. I come from a film background, as you know. Right. And I don't even have my swear, my not my swear jar, my name drop jar, so I can't name drop today. But I Maybe come from that's a film a good background, thing. and I also studied film. Yeah. So, you know, you did too, didn't you? Uh, I wanted to. I mostly <laughs> just went to them. You went to them. Yeah. And that's how I became a film critic, and that's how, you know, I'm a member now of something called the Critics' Choice Association. And uh, apropos of nothing, we said... All the same things the Oscars did, except for Jamie Lee Curtis. So you uh, said you had Jamie Lee Curtis. I did. Yeah. yeah. I thought there's no way she's Hollywood royalty. You know, I have a friend Robert Wall, who I'm sure you know, is a yeah. big comedian and make movies and stuff. And yeah. he said everybody just votes for their friends. 
in in all of those awards shows. You know, really? I made a joke earlier about us being seat fillers, but like um, <laughs> all awards shows are basically popularity contests. Yeah. And it's always been that way, hasn't it? I guess. I mean, yeah. You'd like to think the greatest. My grandfather actually man. hosted the Oscars one year. What? Yeah, he did right, right at the very beginning because he was already making movies when they the first Oscars was what 1928. 27 or 28. Yeah, yeah from the Roosevelt so he was already, Hotel. Yeah, he was one of the first. Uh, um, well, remind people who your grandfather is now that you. Mervyn Leroy. It up. Mervyn Leroy, who produced over 80 Hollywood movies and directed a lot of them, including Man. The Wizard of Oz and things like that. So yes. He was, and I, that's when I went to the Oscars, is when he got the Irving Thalberg Award for Lifetime Achievement. Oh, I can't stand that you've been so to the Oscars sad. and I have. I know, I you were outside. outside. They kept him outside, but I got to go in. <laughs> so tell me about Air, because you've okay, seen this so movie yeah, Air we, we're, we're t I'm talking about awards shows because they're now saying that this motion picture that came out uh, last month uh, with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck uh, and a whole lot of other people, but not Michael Jordan, Although there's a guy in there who plays him, but you just see the back of his head. Okay. Um, is about Nike going out, signing Michael Jordan. Uh, and Air Jordans, I get it. To, to have Air Jordans. And the guy, the hustle guy, is Matt Damon. And the guy who's Phil Knight that's in charge of Nike is uh, Ben Affleck. The two they wrote write this it? together. Yeah, they, they wrote it together. Okay. And Ben directed it. And it's uh, it's getting lots of, it was the widest opening for any film that Amazon has ever done. 3,000 screens. And that paid off. It was, you know, as we know, a hit. So yeah. uh, at South by Southwest, we had a chance to uh, catch up with everybody. And Matt Damon, apropos of springing forward, we wanted to know about when they first worked together on Goodwill Hunting and how they're now working together and what they've done in between. So with Matt Damon. Here's Matt Damon. Well, it's really like the movies that we loved growing up. Like it's really dependent on the writing and the acting and, and the kind of things that uh, made us want to be actors in the first place. And, and um, and it was just a wonderful story. Um, you know, we grew up through this era, so like we knew it from our perspective, but not from the perspective of the people kind of who, who, who were in the middle of it. And so um, it's just every time I read the script, I was I could I just I, I'd pick it up and then I go up. Oh, I'm here. I am for another hour and a half. Like I got to go through the whole thing. It just it just grabbed you. And so um, so we wanted to do it. I mean, that was kind of it. I mean, I think what happened was when we wrote Goodwill Hunting, it took so long because we didn't know what we were doing. And so we kind of figured we shouldn't do that again because it's like we don't have the time. But when we wrote The Last Duel together, it went really fast because in the intervening two decades, we'd done nothing but make movies. So, so we kind of figured out how to do it kind of in the interim. And so uh, we found ourselves like really enjoying the process again and go, well, we should be doing this more often. So they probably will do it more often. And, and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck won in 1998. 25 for, years ago. Yeah, for, for uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. That's amazing. Uh, and and uh, the, he talked about the last duel there. And yeah. I want to give that a shout out because that's a Ridley Scott film that's really, really excellent. That I don't know came anything. and went. Yeah, I don't yeah, know Yeah, it's it. kind of a Rashomon thing. A woman is, it's in uh, the Middle Ages mm -hmm. and it's the Knights of the Shining. Uh, but uh, a woman is violated and her story is told from three perspectives. So it's literally Rashomon. Yes. Because by the yes. way, when I said I studied film, uh -huh. I studied Japanese cinema at Brown. 
I'm not kidding. So (laughs) (laughs) I didn't tell you that, so you had no knowledge of that. But yeah, so Rashomon, that's my that's kind of my jam. Did I just lose another trivia question? Yeah, just <laughs> totally. Yeah, yes. Felt, felt like just, it. You, um, yes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're going to the keep working. Tool. Uh, the last tool is okay. amazing. Okay. Amazing. And that was last year that yeah. came out? Yeah. So they're, they're back. They're working together. Uh, this movie is obviously a big hit. And they're going to keep doing that because this is what they do best. Well, we have been talking. Oh, can I do one of your bumpers? Let's see. <laughs> sure. So, um, we promise we aren't chatbots b- because we're not that smart. But you knew that. This is Air Hamptons with Bridget and Bill. I there love you your bumpers. I See? love them. See, they're fun when you. Yeah, read they're them. awesome. And this has been our May show about springing forward. And next month for June, we are going to have the theme of what songs of summer is it? Yes, we're going to meet. Uh, I'm excited about this because yeah. you've already spoken with her. Yeah, uh, so Sophie, B. Sophie Hawkins. B. Hawkins has a new album out, and we are, we're going to have a chat with her. She's touring. She is touring, and we're going to also talk with Michael Clinton, who is the uh, former president of Hearst Publishing, who has a new book out, Roar into the Second Half of Your Life. Yeah, and, uh, sort uh, of apropos of kind of what we were doing here today, talking yeah. about reinventing yourself and moving forward. Yeah. This is uh, a guy, he's a, a, a great speaker. He's written a great book uh, that you mentioned, Roar. And and I've seen him, you and I have went to uh, yeah, a he's, book he's inspirational, and, yeah, so that he's should be really, really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, there's a, a cover band out here that uh, I'm friendly with. It's a bunch of uh, hedge fund guys, uh, and they have a, a band called Deep Donkey, and they're going to talk a little bit about their day jobs, and then this thing they do. They yeah. played Stephen Talkhouse. They played all these uh, spots. I say it's like the cast of Succession uh, started a garage band in a Ferrari dealership. I mean, there's and, and, a lot of imagery there, but they, Cuddly. They play in the backyards throughout the Hamptons, and uh, they're really good. I make fun about how bad they yes. are, but they're really, really good. Uh, so we're going to hear from them in the sounds of summer, and we've got some other surprises and for Tom you. And Tom Clavin will be back with some movies. He's going to preview the summer movie uh you know, what's coming in the summer at the movies. And he's also going to talk about what he thinks the best summer movie of all time is. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, well, so join us next month for that. And we want to thank our guests today. We had Patrick McLaughlin from Hamptons Chatter. Brianna Arnold Fitness. uh, She's on Instagram. And I'm going to have to start following her. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa Gordon from East End Taste with her violin. And Paul Johnson. And then painfully, painfully. (laughs) You're a sore loser, aren't you? Paul Johnson joined us. Uh, And as always, Jim Turner. Yeah. Who's going to play us off. Off. Yeah. Another one in the in the uh, books. In the spring for another one of the books. <laughs> yes. Hey, checkout time is 11 a.m. Uh, wherever you are, remember that. And when guests come and stay too long, just tell them to turn on the radio. Maybe you'll hear Air Hamptons with Bridget and Bill. I'm Bill McCuddy. This is Bridget Leroy. Here I am, Bridget Leroy <laughs> and Bill McCuddy. And thanks for listening. We'll uh, we'll see you next month. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We'll vamp it at the end there. Had to, but we did good. But people have tuned out by then anyway. What? (laughs) (laughs) Paul, you were great. Uh, what? Thanks. That was. Good job, y'all.